Kevin, hi! Hello, we're together. Woo! It's, I can touch you, look. I'll, touch. T- I'll touch you as well. Wow. It's, it's, actually, it's been so long that it's now a bit awkward and it's weird that we exist in bodies because we're used to not existing in bodies. I'm imagining you without that body. I'm a cloud, usually. <laughs> That's true. And now I'm just some carbon stuff. A pretty cloud. We've brought a picnic. We have brought a picnic, a very interesting picnic. Episode, <laughs> only to you and me. Episode 159 of the Rum Doings podcast. And the topic today is, what is it with those flamingos? Mm. And you can email us, podcast at rumdoings.com, or you could send us a tweet at rumdoings. And, some, and we will ignore it. We will ignore it. Some we'll promise to read it out on a later episode and then never actually do that. Oh, well, one thing I will do, we were sent a review of almost every single, or was it every single episode? Oh, I think he's caught up to the whole lot now. I haven't read the most recent batch. But, it, but what's, what he's done well, which I will actually get, is that he sent us a best of. Oh, that's good. Which I thought was, was rather nice. Uh, we really ought to credit him with, an, with a human name. Frankie Higgs. That's the one. He sent us a best of, which I quite liked, um, even perhaps even more than the, um, the summation, although I did rather like the summation, in that it allows us to create our um, CD compilation, which you can sell late at night on telly. <laughs> that's true. With scrolling white yes. episode descriptions and occasional ones in yellow. Exactly. Brilliant. And I think that that will work very well. Are you? Are can you... we get um, Simon Bates to do the voiceover for it? We can. Uh, has he been Utreed yet? I don't believe Officer Utreed has paid Simon Bates. Oh, visit. that seems unlikely. Anyway, he says, My favourite moments from the first 100 episodes are, in no particular order, the Now Show parody. The Now Do you remember show? that? It's yes, ca- episode it, 10, if I remember. The Now well. Show is coming back. Yes, it's on to Friday night. The, the grammar throughout, the judges' exper- appearances, and he'll be appearing again soon. Nick's pathetic attempt at a joke in one of Martin's episodes, where, <laughs> where he referred to David Tennant but said Christopher instead. <laughs> Laura's astonishingly racist outburst. That, that is, if anyone put a microphone near her, you'll get one of those. Nick's solo episode. Notice John's solo episode isn't mentioned. Um, My episode was amazing. Because it wasn't solo, you cheated. I did. John's impression of the church bells in episode 81. Yes, I remember that. Gosh, it was that that long ago. Yeah. Wow. Laura loves my bells impression. I think it's the reason she's with me. The the bit where you did an impression of a sting that Chris Moyles, I think, played when he had one Pete Tong on his show. No idea why that stayed with me, but it was quite good. I'm good. All the very predictable jokes which Nick makes anyway it is very funny, but only because the listener gets grown along with John. <laughs> Your recommendation of Brass Eye, it's one of the best television programs I've seen, and I probably wouldn't have seen it since it's only slightly younger than I am. <laughs> the story of your knowing Bainham et al. Mm-hmm. John's catchphrase, which one? Hello, or <laughs> Heaven High, is he? Hello! I oh, know you hadn't had Heaven High yet. I don't know, I don't get yeah. to say hello do I? Yeah. Uh, your new tagline for Thomas, which is, you've seen Jesus, but you've never seen Christ. I like, this is really good. I love the fact that he knows we would have no idea what he was talking yes. about if he didn't explain it. <laughs> exactly. If I'd been writing these down as I went along, I'd have, that's my favourite use of apostrophes, been able to give you episodes and times for the best of CD. Well, exactly. Oh. I'll make sure to pause and write down the time whenever you say something good in the next 55 minutes. Uh, don't worry, there's uh, no issue with that. He shan't be running out of ink. In right, his house. John, I'm hungry. Oh, that's problematic. Oh, no, wait, it isn't. Look. <laughs> oh, now, this, uh, I, this is freshly baked last night. Okay, um, I've got a knife here. Okay, we're waiting until after the podcast before you slaughter me. Okay, look Ooh. at that. Now, I did pull a bit off on the train to give to Jim, and obviously it's been cut there. I assume Jim hated greedy. it. Greedy. Yeah, actually, like, he was like, oh, it's going to be horrible. Oh, it's actually quite nice. Yeah. Um, that's not bad looking, is it? Let me feel it. I'm tapping the top. Can I cut a bit? You should, you should knock on the bottom like they do on uh, like they do on the Great British Bake Off. Excellent. And it's made... I'm going to remove that bit of fluff from there. Oh, no, no, it's not going to taste disgusting. Can yeah. I cut it now? Please do. Carve us a slice each. Would you like a slice as I well? Very much What's like so special slice. about this bread, John? Well, it's not bread. It's not it's made not with any, bread any flour or any gluten, and it's primarily what? Almonds. Primarily dust. It's 
primarily dust. It's dust bread. <laughs> it's not actually primarily almond. Um, and the reason Good, being... Because too many alm- almonds are naughty. Uh, the reason being uh, that well, the last time I made this loaf, Laura didn't enjoy... Can I have the plate that you've your greedily... Where's my plate? A lift. Oh. Ah, yeah. you see? It's a like new plate. Plate-sacking <laughs> technology. Yeah. Um, uh, last time I made this particular loaf, Laura didn't really enjoy the almondy flavour of it, and she much preferred one I made with just flaxseed. However, I didn't have enough flaxseed meal left to make that mm. loaf. So in this one, I changed, I messed around with the proportions. I put in more coconut flour uh-huh. and, um, uh, and flaxseed meal than, uh-huh. and re- rebalanced for the almond stuff. And I think it's worked rather well. I think, I think the smell of it's nice because it's got that slightly sweet coconutty thing without overpowering mm-hmm. you with coconut. Also, I put in some uh, seeds. To, to give it the whole meal. To give it a whole meal crunch, a little crunch. Oh, tint. yes. Okay, I'm putting on a little bit of... Unpasteurized butter. So, now, so tell me about unpasteurized butter. I just found it today. It says it's got. It has a warning sign on it saying ingredients: <laughs> unpasteurized cow's milk, lactic starters, allergy advice. Contains milk. Will murder your unborn child. Yes. I need the milk. What if you What if you kiss Laura and yes. then some of the unpasteurized butter is on your lips and then your child dies? I had an. Uh, uh, okay. The answer is don't be ludicrous. I wouldn't kiss Laura. Exactly. Bleh. Yeah. Exactly. I had a. Uh, You're slow these days. Laura listen. <laughs> I'm too excited about my bread. I'm yeah. too excited to see whether you like it. Mm. Shall I bite it now? But anyway, Laura lists, you said. Oh, well, no, I, Laura's I, listing. <laughs> Laura listens to this while she does her exercise. Oh, really? So the more we insult her, the more we'll put her off her rhythm. Uh, no, no, actually, you know that I sometimes listen to podcasts that slightly annoy me. When oh, I'm that's running, true. Because yes. it increases the kind of cortisol <laughs> stress which you then run away from. So just be really nice to her. Come on, then, you can mm. take a bite. That is not bad, is it? It's very nice. And the thing is, that it goes well with this batter. Mm-hmm. Mm. The butter needs salt. It needs a bit of salt. I got the unsalted version. Ah, uh, you see. Maybe I've got some salt. One moment, please. <laughs> this is amazing. We're in uh, Positive uh, Castle. Mm-hmm. In the middle of London. In the middle of uh, some famous bit of London. Cat Carnaby something. Carnaby something, indeed. Twin Nick wears all his clothes. He doesn't need salt that much. You just uh, sit there and relax. We'll have... There's salt in the bread, but it's there just is. the butter's a little muting. I think it's fine. Very good, very good. Thank you. And it's good because it's got consistency of bread. It doesn't crumble, it doesn't fall apart. Mm. Like many bread substitutes do. It's even got a crust. Look at that crust. Look at that, come on. Come I mean, on. it tastes like a kind of very slightly coconutty wholemeal mm-hmm. bread. And yeah. since I don't mind the flavour of coconut. Um, Absolutely. And it's not a, I think if you were to give it... It's not It's not like a bounty bar. I think if you were to give it to someone without mentioning coconut, they would have a lot of trouble picking out what that was. They wouldn't, they wouldn't know. They would just think, oh, it's one of those new artisan breads. <laughs> yeah, because there are 80 million different sorts of breads anyway. But here's what frustrates me in the extreme. The other day, Laura mm. and I had Very good. Uh, brownies with ice cream. Mm-hmm. We sat outside in the garden eating brownies and ice cream. Mm-hmm. Not the gram of sugar mm-hmm. in the bowl. Mm-hmm. And it just drives me crazy that that's something I have to do for myself. That there's, If this is so easy to make, you make a sugar-free custard and mm. throw it through an ice cream maker. Yeah. Why is that not an option in any supermarket? Um, because for the last 30 years, we've been told that sugar's not a problem because it's very cheap to make. It's very cheap to make sugar. If you look at... It's very interesting. If you look at most... And we're going to stop talking about... Food after about two minutes because we talked too much last time and we don't. Want to well, we've got food. brownies next. Yeah. We've got to talk yeah, about those. True. But if if you look at in the, in the inside shelves of the supermarket, the cereals and the packaged crackers and the it's it's all pretty much slightly different variations of the same three things. It's vegetable oil, flour, and sugar in differing proportions, and that's pretty much it. Because those things are very cheap and you get a very high margin. Things, uh, different sweeteners like xylitol and erythritol take a lot of work to make and are expensive and you won't right, get a okay. good margin on them, that's why. So mm-hmm. it's economics. Um, but I'd be happy to pay lots of well-made ice cream. Actually, I wouldn't really because it's so cheap to make at home. Yeah. Nick, this mm-hmm. is like an episode of Oprah. This, the rest of this loaf is for you to take home. Oh. Share with your wife and children. And do I get a car as well? Yes, it's under your seat. Oh, <laughs> great. I don't like that sort of car. I prefer the um, the, the cars that you get in uh, Japan. <laughs> what? I mean, they're special Japanese. No, yes, Toyota. Have you heard of that brand? It's special. I think they'll be quite big if they ever released them in the West. Wow. I don't know why the Japanese have never bothered 
trying to sell their cars in the West because they're actually very good cars and they're better than Chrysler's and GM stuff. So if they just pull their finger out one day and just start selling some of their cars in the West, I think they do very well. I don't understand the context of this joke. It's not a joke. I just think it's weird that they keep all the cars for themselves. Uh, 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 There's a car that you will never heard of called Nissan, for example. Very (laughs) good stable car. And yet they they just don't bother... Exporting. We've got a Toyota Yaris. It's awful. You must have exported it directly. You must have driven did, it directly. I, did, I drove Japan. it from. I did drive it from Japan. You waited until the sea got icy and you drove it over the sea. <laughs> That's right. I surfed the tsunami. In fact. So, so what's for pudding? For pudding, mm-hmm. we've got uh, chocolate brownies. Excellent. I could have a bit of it. I'm gonna go on then. Grab a good chunk. Mm. So, did you watch? This is very filling. Did you watch Game of Thrones oh, episode two? I haven't watched episode two yet. No. Oh, so I won't spoil it. For you. Stephen and King everyone. already Stephen King already spoiled it on his Twitter. Why do you follow such an annoying, nasty man then? Because I had no clue who was going to do such a terrible thing. And again, isn't yeah. this good? Mm. Mm. Now, when it's cold, you can tell there's something that you can get the coldness of the xylitol. Mm. So it's a bit. Well, that's why I'm warming it up a bit tonight. Mm-hmm. No, I can't tell. But yes, so this is. Um, I'm having a Laura had it with clotted cream. She told me. Mm. This is an awful lot of uh, 90% chocolate. Mm-hmm. I knew you wouldn't be able to resist this. Mister. No. Oh, I don't need sweet things. Mm. Um, and xylitol and coconut flour. Huh? And mm. you can't taste coconut at all. No, it? not in this one at all. There's nothing coconutty about it. And if they, and indeed, if you wanted it to be a bounty bar, you'd have to add more coconut flour. That's true. Um, oh, and to explain what the other ingredients in both the bread and this... 400 eggs in each. 400 eggs. Eggs. Uh, but we, we, we discussed a very long time ago about eggs are basically magical. Yes, they are. They, 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 they do everything. Yes, right. And this turns out they're more magical than we even knew to dream. It is. I mean, eggs will just do everything for you. So, um, it's actually five eggs went into that little loaf of bread. Excellent. So, you know um, your, your friend Nigel Farage? Mmm. Good old Faragey. And he's threatening to sue the Times now. Is he? Yeah, but... Because they pointed out the £60,000 he stole. He stole. He did, and he did steal it, yes. For somebody who basically claims that he hates the European yeah. Union because of the way there's no accountability for the money and the, Europe and, the, and the politicians there and so forth. And he's... You see, if he did something like, I took that £60,000 to make a point and I donated it all to charity mm-hmm. just to show how wasteful it is. Of course I didn't spend it on myself. But what he's doing is he's refusing to say what he did with that £60,000, because obviously he tried to put it away. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. Because he spent, it, he spent, I can tell you for a fact, mm-hmm. he spent it all on prostitutes. Only white ones, though. And, method, like black and ones. methadone. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he buys methadone, not heroin, but that's just the way he goes. Well, he's weird in a number of different ways. That said, this shonky, unpleasant man is growing in popularity every day. Mm-hmm. Since the Clegg um, interview, they've been given a lot more money and their membership has gone up substantially. And I'll take half and I'll take half. I don't know what to do about him. Your countrymen seem stupid, John. I'm sorry. <laughs> they seem a bit, a bit thick. You, can you sort them? You've only lived here for nearly 30 years and you've just noticed that. No, but I haven't realised they were that stupid. It's kind of frightening, isn't it? Well, I'd like to point out that your countrymen <laughs> made some slightly worse choices. Yes, well, there you are. So if we're going to pick on that. Mm. Um, I'm glad to see that my countrymen, historically, while they were white and now while they're majoritarily black as the people who can choose, are both making idi- equally hideous choices. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I think I prefer Farage being in charge mm-hmm. than uh, Mr. Zuma. But... Um, mm. Although anyway, I, I suspect they they share many things in common. <laughs> hmm. So, <laughs> do you think Farage showers the AIDS away? Actually, let me get a quote from Farage. Okay. Um, oh yes, um, there was a. I I I enjoyed um, the, this was this this was posted by the Times today. Fishy business. UKIP was so rattled by yesterday's Times front page on Honest Niger's Euro boot. <laughs> The Sun. No, it is, it, it's the, the Times, time. but it's, it's in their kind of their chatty column area. Okay. Do you want me to put this in the fridge, by the way? It's quite melty. No, I'll have it like that. Euro okay, obviously, I'm concerned it's going to turn to slop. Euro booty. That they put an attack sheet out yesterday exposing the background of some of our writers. Whoever knew Daddy Finkelstein was a Tory. The Kippers were particularly keen to attack anyone who was privately educated. This is a bit rum given Farage went to the private Dulwich College. No. A teacher... Was, no, 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 no. That can't be true because he always has a pint and a fang. Mm, true. 
a teacher there once tried to stop him becoming a prefect on the grounds that he, quote, professed racist and neo-fascist views, close quote. I am in shock. I fainted. This is my fake voice. Farage denied it, saying that they were not necessarily racist. (laughs) So there we are. Aren't you shocked that young Nigel was a Nazi? Well, what a... A giant surprise. <laughs> yes. And the and he, according to those polls, about 25%. One in four of you one want this man. Me. One in four of me. Yeah, which, yes. which, which bit of you wants <laughs> your rectum and uh, <laughs> your spleen, probably. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. Well, here's the thing. He's, they're going to do well in the European elections. They will do very well, yeah. And then they'll disappear and fade from nothing when the actual real proper elections come. Promise? Yes, promise. Happened last time. Cross your heart and hope to die. Do you know, I, I don't hope to die just yet. I don't know, have you seen I've got the baby? little tiny baby on the way. We haven't really talked about the little tiny baby. No, well, tell me, so you had your 12 week scan. And yes. Yeah. Yes, and it had a hand. Do you know, I was just, I was just, I, do you know when you've just said something to someone else and there's no context or need to explain that you recently said it to someone and you still feel like you're plagiarising yourself? Yes. Anyway, so yes, uh, that happened. And. You're not, allowed to say, you're not allowed to say that happened, by the way. No, but it did happen. No, but you're not allowed to say that happened because that's a bit of a trope. It's a bit like... Oh, I wasn't saying religion. it in that sense. I was saying so, in the sense that so, the thing I've just described just happened. So anyway, that, that happened. happened. No, that's not... Will you agree oh, okay. yeah. uh, We'll edit that out. It's dangerous, point. though. We'll I mean, edit it out yeah. in post. Okay, in post. Uh, uh, apparently we're told we're not allowed to do that either. Pretend that you're going to edit out something, but of course you're not going to edit out anything and it's just a jokey quip. Then I probably will edit out that thing you said about, um, yeah. about my mum. Okay, fair and enough. The, and Nigel. And Nigel. Yeah, yeah. okay. That was uh, below. You crossed the line. That was literally below the belt. <laughs> well, both belts. <laughs> I can't even remember now. That happened. The hand. Your baby had a hand. Yes. You were very happy. baby had a hand. And I have, because my baby has a hand, I have found my extremely open and liberal positions on abortion being really tugged at. Yes, of course. It's really interesting. I would like to say that I haven't changed my mind. I did. I changed my mind. Did you really? Yeah. I haven't, but... No, I changed my mind in as much as, yes, it is murder, but you're just bloody well lucky that society allows you to get away with it before they're born. I don't think it is murder. It's sort of murder. It's not. I it's think... sort of murder. I... It is. It's... it's a little bit murdery. Okay, it's... It's, it, it, it's but... a little bit murdery. It's a little bit but, murdery, but... the reason I allow it is basically because um, Jesus often tries to murder them at that stage. Well, no, anyway. no, it's not even... Tr- Jesus murders five out of six of them. Mm. That's the real statistic here. Yeah. Most women ha- don't even know that they were pregnant when they yeah. have their period. Five out of six fertilized eggs are taken out by yeah. God's mighty abortion clinic in the sky. Yes. So when you start from there, that's, that's kind of, that influences the rest of my mm. opinion on the, on the matter. The, the idea that it's somehow, you know, murder means, okay, well, you need to bomb God's clinic before yeah. you start bombing ones on earth. But... Um, yeah, just seeing the hand in front of its face was a really bizarre moment at 12 weeks. I hadn't, even though I'd seen pictures yeah. and I knew, it was way too a baby yes. for my brain to cope with at 12 weeks. And so, yes, the idea that he got to 20, 24 weeks starts to become... And then I think what I've taken out of it, rather than, a, oh, it's a disgrace, it should be banned. Instead, I've, come, I've got a much more sophisticated understanding of why it's so traumatic and difficult. As it should like be. To, yes, of course, but all should be. I mean, there are cases where you want someone to have that right very, very, very easily. No, I think for people, them, it shouldn't be. No, no, people who treat it as if it is just having a toenail removed, they're wrong. They're, yes, of they're course. Wrong. Of course. It, is, it should be a substantial ethical issue, because if it isn't a substantial ethical issue, then you're basically inviting everybody to be a sociopath or a psychopath to a degree, because you, you, you want people to deny that there is any essence of um, what it is to be human at that no, no, stage I, I, and, I, and, and to draw lines in the sand. And but I think the that's reason, nonsense. But the reason why anyone who has an, a fixed opinion on this subject is not to be trusted is that, well, you know, there is, I'm sure you're quite happy with the morning after pill, yes. so where is the line? And if you have an actual answer to that question, you need to sharpen and think of it hard. Well, there isn't a line. And the, what's discomforting about... The, the abortion is that there isn't a line mm-hmm. and that there can't be a line. Yeah. And it's that, a really interesting thing. And subject. that it, it tests the very notion of how we construct ethics um, mm-hmm. because the, I don't have an answer. And yeah. if somebody said to, uh, made a good argument, especially at 24 weeks, actually, this is not much better than letting the baby be born at term and putting, exposing it on a hill. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't see much difference. Now, the argument that's been made is, oh, it's when it can survive out of the womb. That's the important thing. Well, be very careful because as science progresses, yes, that will become that earlier and earlier. Yeah, so that doesn't work. That, that, is, that was a luckily contingent little <laughs> rule of thumb, which we yes. might be abusing. So don't confuse uh -huh. those lucky contingencies with actual yeah. basic ethics because it's nothing to do with ethics. You actually have to say to yourself, why don't we allow people to abort newborn babies? Mm -hmm. um, and I've, I've, had, I've, had, I've heard abortions who do late-term abortions say they're very careful to make sure that that's out of 24 weeks or whatever, if, if they need to do it. Um, and it's very, it's relatively rare that that needs to happen. But yeah. say 20 weeks, I think, is the, is the 24 weeks yeah. only if there's a congenital problem and the mother will die. But mm -hmm. 20 weeks can be up to, it will cause the mother psychosis if she has this baby, even though the baby is mm -hmm. ill, um, even though the baby is not ill. Yeah. Um, and they say, well, we have to be very careful that we kill it while it's still inside, because if we kill it when it's born, then that yes. would be considered murder. Yes. Say, well, hold on, because you're, in, <laughs> because you're encapsulated inside some skin, that's not good enough for me for it not to be. Either doing it outside isn't, in which case you need to tell me why, mm -hmm. or maybe doing inside it is, in which case just because they're encapsulated a bit doesn't make sense. Yeah. And I have no real easy answer to that. I'm saying we're fortunate to be in a society that allows women to do it legally, But I'm not sure that's ethical. I think that's utilitarian. I think because there'll be greater evil if you don't. But that's a bit like saying there'll be greater evil if you, if you don't allow X, Y, Z. You've become a hardline pro-lifer. No, I'm not. It's I'm, amazing. I'm, Look, but yeah. what, how do you explain the placards? It's true. <laughs> I mean, pro-lifers, uh, again, they, they draw the line. Yes. Um, whereas I'm, my point is, I want, I've never heard anybody from, from either pro-life or pro-choice tell me... Uh, exactly in a coherent way why their stance is ethical. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. I've never heard anybody... Now, I've heard lots of contingencies and, oh, well, if it, if it can't survive outside the room and, oh, well, it's just part of a woman and if she had any other operation, it would be... And it's not an individual and all that. That's crap. Or, yeah. or baby Jesus says no. Um, <laughs> and I find neither of those convincing. So mm -hmm. I'm in an interesting position where I can't have... A well this is, my this is my theory on this. Anyone who is in any other position than the one you just stated needs to sit down and think a bit more. Because if you've made your mind up on this subject, then you didn't think about it enough before you got there. Like, there's no way around. Oh, there's the salt. Oh. It's on top of that shelf there. There's two, the salt and pepper grinding <laughs> thing. Of course they're up there. That's a <sighs> giant telly as well. It is. Size of that. It is. It's not. But yet somehow it looks really old. It is a very old telly. <laughs> it's What? flat, but it's... One of our Just clients looks like it was made in the 70s. One of our clients donated it to us when they moved offices and it Aww. was made in the 70s. It's a, yeah. So it got, has it got like a really bizarrely flat cathode ray in the back? Well, it's, it's almost. It's one of the very first generation plasmas. So now we've dealt with abortion. Okay. We should move on to my aborted cat. Okay. Well, we know what's happened to that cat. It's living with some old lady halfway between your current home and your new home. But anyway, there we go. <laughs> I kind of hope so. Well, yeah. uh, but yeah. well, it's happened with that cat that I might have mentioned that my aunt visited, turned yeah. up at my aunt's house and is now living with their upstairs neighbour. Mm -hmm. So been cats do it all the time, and that's obviously what I We can. have to remember that cats are evil. Unlike Absolutely. abortion or not having it, cats are. <laughs> there's no they're, ambiguity there, but they're very tolerable evil. Yes, they're, they're cute evil. So I'm very... Well, tell me, so, 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 yeah, so, so De Dexter did not Dexter's return. never come home. Yes, um, much to Lucy's chagrin. Lucy's so upset about she's it. She's a sob, poor, inconsolable, poor little She's piece. not been consoled once. <laughs> certainly is true. And you have to remind people that you write for a magazine about yes. cats. I've probably said this before, but all they did was fight the entire time. Yeah. Play fights, but fight. Yeah. And Dexter clearly didn't want it to be happening as often as it Lucy did. And as, my, as far as I can tell, Lucy's perspective on this whole subject is, oh, I won that fight then. <laughs> um, maybe she did. <laughs> <laughs> I did wonder what that black she, and white tail hanging out the corner of her mouth was all about. Maybe Lucy was slightly more evil than you would imagine. <laughs> Lucy doesn't uh, chase, she's not at least a bit interested in chasing birds, but flies. Uh, she loves it. I watched her yesterday catch and eat a big juicy housefly, mm. which is brilliant because I hate houseflies. And, and she's so amazing. She's so fast at catching them. And then she, unfortunately, she carried it in her mouth to the middle of the living room carpet, dropped it down to have a look at it, and it went, thanks very much, and flew off. So she had to get it a second time. And this time she obviously mortally wounded it. Yes. And I said, Lucy, come on, can you kill it properly, please? Yes. And then, as I said that, she went over front right corner, went, wham, 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 on it. And then, that'll do, that'll do the trick. And yes. then she munch, munch, crunch, crunch. As I said, great big juicy hats for Evil. 
Oh, but it's brilliant. It's the, only, the only reason she let it go was, oh, you think you've got your freedom now? <laughs> That's right. Buzz, buzz away. <laughs> oh, I'm a fly. It's my luckiest Birds day. Birds in the garden she just ignores. So I, this is great as far as I'm concerned. So, anyway, so you so write for the cat. I write for the cat magazine, which is a, uh, a, a 80, we've talked about this yeah. many times, but an 80-year-old magazine, uh, presu- presumably mostly surviving on uh, veterinary yeah. uh, uh Oh my goodness! Surgery. It's good job I'm not a writer or a podcaster, isn't it? Just, just make up a, just put a rubbish word there. It's a veterinary veterinary lawnmower. What veterinary lawnmower subscriptions? I think. Subscription <laughs> veterinary lawnmower subscriptions. Yes. And yeah, so they rely on these. The, 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 that's uh, the title. And, and that's the title. Veterinary lawnmower <laughs> subscriptions. subscriptions. Yeah. And the, uh, the and obviously eight million year old ladies and mm. so forth. Yes. Um, and cats and cats. So I write it. about and I so I write about that. I've written for De- about Dexter for two or three years for this magazine. So yeah. um, obviously he is known there. So I wrote a, a very sad column about his disappearance. Yes, um, and received uh, lots of messages of condolence from readers. Were they nice messages? Nice. Uh, they were. They were. They were very much. Uh, the editor wrote me a note saying we have received lots of well okay, wishes no. and good, not That's actually good. specific. Just one specific letter. So I'm. Very, when you say letter. I mean, and I mean letter, oh and typed. I think that's been typewriter. It's a typewriter. You Actually, can see. not only is it a typewriter, I think it, it, it's a manual typewriter. Yes, yes, it's a manual typewriter. She's so you can see through, the C and the L and the E are of different, are of different yep, densities. And she's gone through and added lines in and gone back. You've scrolled the page back down to type in You've received certain sections. a real letter typed on a manual typewriter. I know. There's nobody <laughs> in the universe <laughs> except you. You're the last... Per- Actually... This is the last one. This is the last ever manually typed letter sent in the post. And that's why we're commemorating it. No, so... Um, oh, a nice letter of condolence. Obviously, she was upset about well, Dexter as well. And she's she got was. a lovely, a lovely um, letterhead with... This is her letterhead with puppies and kittens. Yes. Um, and no, so I want to say, I am very reluctant to mock this lady. Okay, well, don't mention her name, obviously. Obviously not going to yeah. mention her name. She, her name. she clearly wrote because she cared out of niceness. So I want to start well, you, by saying... You don't manually how, type a X-page yes. However. <laughs> However. Well, let's, let's go through it. Let's just read it. Let's just, yeah. let's just read it to the we'll see, we'll see. We'll see whether there's a twist. Our listeners have doubled, by the way, with a lady doom, and a gentleman. I was hoping for... That's the tale of the unexpected. I know, I was hoping for our tune. Uh, right, no. I just thought this was going to be because I've got a feeling this is going to be a bit of the tale of the unexpected. About it. It's going to start as one thing and slowly, uncannily evolve into something else. Do I? Th- I th- I've got a feeling. No, no one should be surprised. This comes from Surrey. Okay, it's properly done. Twenty uh, fourth of March. Sent it. It's like the old fashioned way. To she sent it with her eye rather than with a computer. Yes, that's right. Mr. John Walker, CO the Cat Mag. Uh-huh. Dear Mr. Walker. A friend gave me a copy of the Cat magazine recently, and, though most of my time is taken up on many other animal welfare issues, parentheses, especially cat rescue ones, ellipse, almost ellipsis, parentheses, comma, I did read through it and came across your sad article, Read Dexter Your Cat Going. I love the way she has to justify her I know, reading of the cat magazine. That's the strangest thing. It's like, I'm very busy rescuing okay. cats, but I did find time to read a column. <laughs> Don't... Don't blame me for sitting down for just two <laughs> minutes. I, I, while I was reading it, I was pulling a cat out of a tree with my other hand. So let's see what this lazy bitch has to say then. Yes. I know how it feels, as this has happened to me once, when an elderly ailing puss-cat... Puss-cat. Puss-cat. Really? Yep. Who okay. was always kept in at night, parentheses, a cat protection must, with must in, in quotes. Oh, right. Close parentheses. Mm-hmm. That's shouted in all caps. A cat protection must! and never wandered too far, though we are lucky enough to live amid fields, did not return as always late afternoon. Right, okay. Well, clearly manual typing sometimes. No, there is, there is a grammatical sense to this. It's just you have to work... No, but that's, the point. but that's the point. If you'd have typed that in a computer, you would have just put, added a full stop somewhere and yeah, reordered the sentence. But good. Uh, we searched for months and did all the usual things, advertising, and then she adds, uh, by typing between the lines, even rang cleansing station... A cleansing. <laughs> I don't know. Hello? Is that the cleansing <laughs> station? <laughs> have you seen a cat in your cleansing equipment? <laughs> Could you have a look, please? I know that cats love to snuggle amongst the cleansing. Oh, sorry, I must go. I must go the cat. <laughs> yes. While I'm speaking to you, I am rescuing three cats. I'm not wasting my time. We say she searched your months all the usual things, even advertising in a cleansing station. Advertising everywhere, but sadly, and I won't say her cat's name because it's just. Well, make up a similar name. Uh. I'm going to call him Baggins. Sadly, Baggins. Baggins. Let me see what it actually is. 
That's quite good, yes. Uh, it was never seen again. Uh-huh. In the end, we could only comfort ourselves that, perhaps, as is so often the case, his strength gave out and he... <laughs> so, okay, so this is the first thing that struck me about this letter. You. She's writing a letter to condole... Condole? Is that a word? Well, no. Console. Condole. Condole me yeah. on the disappearance of my young, healthy, six-year-old Kit Kat. Yes. Um... And, and she begins by saying how it's very common for them just to curl up and field and die. Yes. So it's a really strange tone already. So, okay, so in the end, we can only comfort ourselves that perhaps, as so often is the case, his strength gave out and he passed in one of his deep sleeps out there in the fields. Passed where? In one of his deep sleeps. No, it says past. What, what, past wind? What? Yes. Past oh, okay. wind in one of his deep sleeps out there. And when we say wind, we mean wind as in the Hebrew. The Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but of course, one never gets over in quotes yeah. uh, it dot dot as is right when any of our dear ones capital D capital O leave us mm-hmm. colon ah good <laughs> we still have them in our hearts and memories safe in the knowledge that they were truly loved and cared for during their time with us okay it's all right so far well kind of apart from the bit where she says don't worry your cat's probably dead in the field. No, she's saying it didn't suffer, it was just curled up and right. busy, you know. And let's be honest, all of us will be so lucky to have such a day. Indeed. In your case, it is very similar to a case of a friend of mine. Her daughter had a cat and then decided sometime later to bring in a kitten. Within weeks, her cat left home. Fortunately, mm. the puss cat was found a street or two away and found a new name with a new home with another neighbour, exclam. Yes. I don't want to... Do you know how she made the exclamation mark? She had to make a quote and then put a, fo- uh, uh, a full stop underneath she the quote. Did, if it, if it's did. like my grandmother's she manual did. typewriter, that's how you made an exclamation mark <laughs> in a manual typewriter. You have to make a quote and a dot because right. there wasn't room for an exclamation mark. I don't want to pour salt, etc., dot, dot, but this has often been the case. Yeah. Animals, as we all know, have feelings. Well, so now she's that. just outright, flat, direct, accusing this of being entirely my fault for bringing yes. a kitten into that house. Remember, the reason that Dexter has left you and gone to live with someone better is because you basically He's made his life... dead in the field. Or, 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 no, he's either dead in the field yes. or has gone to live with someone better. You made his life a misery. That's right, I made his And he's found somebody much better than you are to live with. And she says, you know, so animals, as we all know, have feelings. Yes. I know because I've always had... Oh my goodness, it's... Oh yes. You save paper. Just wait. A group of rescued cats, but each time one was brought in new, dot, dot. We kept them in separate areas and gave each the same amount of fuss and spoiling, dot, dot. It took ages to gradually get them used to one another, open parentheses in one case, a mother and her kitten, rescued from the back of a restaurant in Tottenham Court Road, exclaimed, close parentheses, dot, dot, dot. So it does take time and patience and one always has to consider the feelings of the established cat before giving extra fuss and reassurance, which is added, yeah. and bringing in another. There's a bit, in other words, you screwed up by giving Lucy too much attention, uh-huh. and, he, and he's buggered off. Yeah. You cocked up. Maybe next time, next time, maybe you won't screw up your cat relationship. When I started reading this letter, because then the note from the cat mag said, you know, there's the, lots of wishes, and also someone that sent us this letter and asked to forward it to you. Uh-huh. I thought... Oh, is this going to make me cry? Uh-huh. I thought, am I going to get sad all over again? And I'm reading it, and she's writing painstaking detail about how it's my fault he's gone missing. Yeah, well, maybe Which you need to weird. ask for absolution from somebody <laughs> for the sins that you've performed. All I, all I keep hoping and praying is that your Dexter, this is all she keeps hoping and praying, <laughs> is that your Dexter may be a bit miffed about the newcomer, has now decided to take up with a new home somewhere. Thanks! Well, I imagine that's likely. I hope so. Yeah. But still, you know, I like it if he came home more. No. And of course the thing is, what home? It's not his home anymore. It's the, it's the home where this <laughs> right. new little trollop moved into. So, and I think it's very important to stress that, despite her accusations, I gave Dexter so much fuss because of the Lucy situation. And yet, and the and night, yet it wasn't. The him. night before he went missing, he came home, he, he, um, he, he was just being so well behaved and so lovely and he, there was a mouse in our kitchen and he caught it for me. So I could take it outside, and, and you know we would get we're having so much fun together doing that. We're having a brilliant the night before we were missing. Dexter and I were having an amazing time. It was like one of my favourite evenings with Dexter ever. And then he why do you think he was? Um, yeah, he's like, oh, daddy, I'm going to give my daddy. I'll give you one last one night last night nice. before I bugger off. Um, as I reread your article, I'm suffering <laughs> with you 
Yes, I know every underlined aspect. All the false alarms, etc., etc. So believe me, I do feel underlined in red deeply for you. That's good. Fine. How long do we go on hoping? Well, as long as it's possible. No! (laughs) No, No, that is not true. You let go of the hope. Yes. Otherwise, you're going to be torturing yourself for the rest of your life. In my case, eventually, we had to admit defeat and believe that uh, Baggins shed his earthly shell out and in the field somewhere and accepted. Okay. Taking comfort in photos. Photos do somehow help. I've come over the years to ignore the cynics for, though, uh, that for, hyphen, open parentheses, added in pen, through so many odd coincidences. Now, odd, open quote, odd, single apostrophe, coincidences, close single apostrophe, close quote, close parentheses. So you're quoting somebody who has mocked the fact that yes, it is a coincidence. I think so. So yeah. through so many odd coincidences, I do Through believe... so many, as somebody has said, odd coincidences. <laughs> there you go, it's a double. Uh-huh. Um, I do believe that there is capital S something going on, capital out, capital, capital O out, capital T there. So I do believe there is something going on out there beyond our understanding right now, and only the arrogant slash ignorant can tell us that, quote, there's nothing, end quote. That's taken an odd turn. It's... <laughs> It's extraordinary. It's, it's, it's reminding me a bit about that. Um, that remember, remember that little um, tourist leaflet we got when we yes. were <laughs> for the Pharaoh Yes, guess. where suddenly um, <laughs> they started giving us tips about packing and making sure we weren't late for our intended appointment <laughs> at the final island of our judgment or something such. <laughs> Looking at the galaxy, and this is going to be your favourite bit. Okay. Looking at the galaxies, man knows so little, and I do recall dear late Sir Patrick Moore <laughs> stating that, quote, the more we find, the less we seem to know, end quote. A truly humble giant of a man, question mark? <laughs> a dr- yes. Yeah. Question mark. <laughs> a nasty, racist, fat no, old no, no, bastard. No, he was a nice man who did lots of science. He was a horrific racist. I don't think he was. I think he that, was. I he think had... you're libeling the dead. I think you're. Libeling. You need to go and see some of the comments Patrick Moore made about the black people. I think you're libeling the dead. Though. You can't do that. You can't I can say libel. anything I wish. However, don't, don't speak ill. Go look up. What, are you, I don't know if you're joking on it. Are you aware quite what a racist Patrick? I Moore think was? he had one or two granddaddish sort of. Comments. I think you're no. Over, he made some. You're over egging really, the racist pudding, and he was a super. What is the most racist pudding? Blamage, <laughs> black pudding. No, blamage is a racist because it's black and white only. No, black pudding is racist because it's made of blood. Yeah, of black people. Oh, that's true. That's what it's yeah. made of. Um, yeah. Okay, so, so remember this started with condoling yes, you so for, condole. for the disappearance of Dexter, and now we're talking about now the universe. Now we're talking about Patrick Moore and the mysteries of the universe. Racist Tory Patrick Moore. A truly jumble, a truly humble giant of a man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, I can't be bothered saying all these dot dots. So but they are these they crazy dot dots. Or whatever. Well, so well, so we'll have a little pause there, a respectful pause. Respectful. Right here. So even if the worst comes to the worst, it wasn't a very long pause. It was only two dots. You can go. Even well, you can go like that. <laughs> so <laughs> even if the worst comes to the worst, I believe you will see your dear friend Dexter again. Don't ask me why. I just know. Quote. 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 Oh, you're so going to see it. Dexter again. Uh, where? Oh, Ghost Dexter. Because, but hold on, it's weird because... He, okay, well, we'll see where this is going because I'm okay. not sure what don- don- denomination this is because... Space, I'm, I'm going to see him in space. I'm not aware time. that there's any mainstream Christian denomination that believes that animals have got souls that you'll meet in uh, heaven, but there you go. There is one last glimmer of hope. And then another adding line. A year or so ago, one of my neighbours along here rang in desperation to tell me that one of her parentheses posh Close parentheses, <laughs> cats. Wait, so the cat's name had gone missing. Make up the cat's name, please. That's similar to the one that's there. Sasha. <laughs> I changed one letter. <laughs> um, has gone missing. Mind you, she never keeps her cats in at night, and I chide her on this, even though we live in fields. <laughs> I kept praying for her. I think she does chide her every day. Dexter was allowed out at night because he's a cat. <laughs> cats don't know what to do at night. They can't see. And it's dark. Unlike you. I kept praying and praying and hoping, and it went on for months, wiggly underlined in blue. So, in my heart, I kind of caved in to sad defeat. Then one day she rang an excited joy saying, Guess what? Her name. 
Sasha's been found over at West Sussex. Four X clams. <gasps> it turned out. There's a four X. That's true. It turned out he, which is a weird. Sasha is a weird name for a boy. Yeah. Um, turned out that he had obviously climbed into a van. Parentheses, perhaps working on deliveries along here. Dot dot close parentheses. A joke for you there. Yeah. Um, and once home, found in the van drivers, which is one word, which is. An, Absolutely. Van driver apostrophe yes, because you get yes. Oh, Update your dictionaries. Van drivers capital V family took him in. Later, someone advised them to take him to the vet to see if he was microchipped. He was, of course, <laughs> and thus uh, my friends. I'm not saying the names got to, got their cat back. Make up, make up a new name for the uh, friends. Uh, Sally and Philip. Let me see. What's the names? There was nothing like them. <laughs> That's a bizarre. I just went for Sally Phillips. Okay, That's Sally Phillips. Phillips. Like basically, if you ever ask me to, if you ever just stop me at any moment and say, "What are you thinking about?" You're just thinking about Sally, Sally Phillips. Phillips and that one kiss, that one beautiful, her. beautiful peck on the cheek. She could have been your. She wife. could have been mine, and she'd have been a Christian, so yeah. she would have been fine. Yeah, it would have been great. Oh, well. So much better. Than all yeah, so much better. But take what I can get. Yep, exactly. Um. Mm. Where was I? I got the cat back after this adventure for him, but nightmare for his owners. Parentheses. Not that one quote owns <laughs> a cat. How dare I say that? Dot dot close parentheses. It's kind of like I wonder if she was drinking as she was writing. She doesn't drink. We're about forty-seven drinks in at this yes. point. So I guess there is always hope, but if by some awful unexpected chance Dexter had suddenly become ill and his spirit left its earthly shell. I like this. It's a stream of consciousness rant. I, I'm going to do all my correspondence via manual typewriter now because you know the problem. You can edit exactly because you, you can't only be bothered. You can only make yeah. it worse. You can never go. I'm going to put in the tipex sheet. No, you're not going to. You're just going yeah. to continue. Yeah. If by some of us, death that added had suddenly became ill and the spirit left his earth, shall love for the, the dance for voice word, word saying dead. Yeah. Um, then I still believe, kinda no, kinda. She actually went kinda. K i n d a. Yeah, yeah. Kind of because I expected she'd be at least seventy five. I expect she would be furious with writing kind of. All is not lost. <laughs> what if this is the wrong doing? <laughs> <laughs> <All Yeah. laughs> Manual typewriter. When she when she gets the Edison cylinder, <laughs> she'll 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 certainly write. A, she'll she'll send us a telegram to tell us that we <laughs> annoyed her. Yeah. Anyway, so she says. Oh no, let's go re re rebeat. Um, it's just she kind of knows all is not lost and there is some kind of life capital L ahead of this one where we all only the L in the middle of all is underlined in this particular case mm-hmm. where we oh, oh that suggests the Holy Spirit because that's the Father the Holy Spirit and the Son <laughs> Father's done in Holy Ghost I suppose that's that anyway all is not lost and there is some kind of life ahead of this one where we where all those we have loved are there waiting for us including Every goldfish and cat. Presumably an ant you stepped on. What about... Snail you kept as a ah, pet for three days when what, you were a child. What about all the beneficial bacteria that have helped you to digest your food? <laughs> I hope to meet them all one day again in heaven. I need no response to this, and I hope you won't scoff or take offence. Oops. Oh dear. Be sure I'll send up a little prayer each day for Dexter. And I hugely appreciate that. That's very, very sweet. I think it's very touching. Um, she has put a little blue X, and that links to handwriting, saying, sincerely, and then her name. I need no reply, thank you. So it's really emphasising she does not want to reply. That's the end of the letter. Oh, it's lovely. It's a lovely letter, which accuses me, it's all of being my fault, and then makes some bizarre About ghosts. About, about uh, cats going to heaven. Um, and then there's some additional material. Oh, Stapled on. So this is from a booklet, and it's a quote, it's a picture of a lady, or no, a small girl, cuddling yeah. a kitten. Uh-huh. And it says, the quote underneath says, It is, I think, this aspect of our childhood's teaching which leads to the ideas that animals have no continuing life after physical death. That phrase in Psalm 49, the beasts that perish, has much to answer for, for it is a fact... Bloody God. For it is a fact that the beasts do not perish any more than do men. All life is one, and all its manifestations with which we have contact are climbing the ladder of evolution. That was Air Chief Marshal Lord Dowding, who knows for a fact that his cat that is cat waiting, waiting for him in heaven. Meow, baby! Meow! And then look, there's a thing on the back Can of Can cats in heaven kill mice? Because it's going to be a bit depressing <laughs> for them if they could. <laughs> they kill them. Where do they go to then? Yeah, they just come back to life again. <laughs> <laughs> Then there's something called the Ark. 
Uh-huh. And it starts in the middle of a sentence. It goes, increasing ethical sensitivity to children uh, and a particular abhorrence at their violent or abusive treatment. Is this newly found sensitivity well-founded rationally? In order to provide such an account, it would be necessary to bring these considerations into play. Children, young children and infants, and infants especially, are vulnerable. They cannot articulate or represent themselves or fully comprehend. They cannot give or withhold consent. They are morally innocent and totally dependent upon us. It will not escape the reader's attention that these are also very rational considerations that should ground solicitude to animals. Mm-hmm. If the considerations are morally sound in one case, they are morally sound in both. It is precisely these considerations that should mark out both infant and animals as justifying special solicitude. Aye. Who said that? That is Andrew Lindsay in 2009. Okay. And then there's a poem underneath by Voltaire. Oh. Okay, well, Voltaire's not here. People who dare to advance that, animals are but animated machines, can never have observation with attention. The char- uh, Sorry, I, I screwed that up horribly. That was awful. That's so bad. Voltaire, if you're listening, I'm very sorry. And he will be listening with his, with his cat. <laughs> little bird there, and I'll try again. People who dare to advance that, animals are but machines... Yes. Animated machines can never have observed with attention the character of animals, nor to have distinguished among the dif- them that it's really hard to read. When it's four words a line. I read it for you. You read it for me. Four words a line. It's very hard to pass in one go out loud. People who dare to advance that animals are but animated machines can never have observed with attention the character of animals, not to have distinguished among them the different voices of need, of suffering, of joy, of pain, of love, of anger. And of all their affections, it would be very strange that they should express so well what they should feel. Voltaire, 1694-778. I'm not sure that was originally a poem. I think they've just added some um, spacing it's very odd. to some writing of his. The next page begins, subatomic physics, the study of the normally invisible part of the universe. Gosh. <laughs> Can you imagine getting this in the post? It's so not brilliant. But to be fair... Um, Subatomic physics is not invisible. Look at this. Can you see this no. this, this this knife? No. The reason that it's shiny. What shiny? The reason that it's shiny and silver is because of the swirling um, electrons um, that are currently in metallic state. Why are you waving your empty hands around? True. Ah, see my hands. To Professor John Poynton, President of the Society for Physical Research. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh gosh. Uh, no, psychical, psych, psychical research. Ah, I do apologise. Oh, good. I'm so glad it's The psychical. first line says subatomic physics. The next line says psychical research. Well, they're the same thing, aren't they? John, that's true. John, this profound statement is your legacy for the time spent as president of the SPR and indeed to the human race on this appallingly backward planet. Hmm? And in bold, I anticipate that the future of physical research lies with revolutions in the physical sciences, not with psychology, end quote. Thanks to the internet and a handful of radio presenters, millions of people across the world are now falling in love with our British... Falling in line. Falling in love with so much better. And are falling in line with our British scientists, Sir William Crookes and Sir Oliver Lodge, making a careful study of life after death. All falling in line. A careful study of life we after pro- death. We, we probed it with a special <laughs> fork. A resonant fork. <laughs> As something that is natural and normal that happens to every person on earth. A secular subject. The antidote to the terrible religious hatred that is tearing the world apart. Arthur Findlay sure chose the correct title for his Radical History of Mankind that was published in 1947, The Curse of Ignorance. His theme was that we should have been following the great Greek scientists and free-thinking philosophers like Thomas Paine. Fairly sure Thomas Paine wasn't a Greek scientist. (laughs) No, he wasn't. (laughs) Uh, maybe Not, like Thomas Paine did. Maybe, maybe. Yes. Not following the supernatural absurdities invented by priests, mullahs, rabbis, and holy men who know nothing about cosmology. <laughs> Much better to follow well, There you go. Group. So she's quite anti-religious then. But she's anti-religious but pro-crazy, post life, heaven-based cat presence. Yes. Anyway, um, much better to follow the conclusions She's of the probably an ancient, an ancient Egyptian believer. <laughs> probably an ancient Egyptian. Cats are holy. <clears throat> My thing is funny. Anyway, much better to follow the conclusions of former president of the Royal Society, Sir William Crookes and Sir Oliver Lodge, FRS, who did have knowledge of cosmology. That seems to change font again, 
Michael Roll website, blah, blah. Uncomfortable discoveries in physics that have not been reaching people via mainstream media and educational outlets, censored scientific experiments proving that we're including our loved animal friends, she's typed in. Yes. That we will all survive the death of our physical bodies together with the mathematical theory to back up such revolutionary experiments. Do you know what? Do you know what, John? Something that pioneers sometimes physics lacks the scientific discovery of the so called spirit world. Do you know what? Yes. If I would reckon that if a physicist found some persuasive evidence that they could measure the notion of an afterlife, and they could replicate it. <laughs> I don't imagine they would hide it. The I mainstream think. media would silence that because it's in their interest to prove... Because it's uh, in their interest not to have a good story yeah. and an interesting, yeah. revolutionary new realm of, of physics. Here's another one. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep going until this is done. Oh, the proof of survival. This is by cfpf.org.uk. Michael Raw. Now, the Society for the Provision of Cream Teas to Pedophiles. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, uh, so what does the, what does the, society, the Royal Society for the Provision of Cream Teas to Pedophiles say? They say the proof of survival after death is the holy grail of science. Okay. Not a grand unified theory, turns out that's something else. Oh, no, he does actually say grand unification. Mm-hmm. He thinks, uh, this is, uh, wow, I was jumping ahead you know, oh. to mock, but yeah. no, okay. the proof of survival after death is grand unification. It unites all the forces of nature and therefore all the scientific <coughs> disciplines under one heading, physics. Right. The definition of physics is natural philosophy. Yep. That's the definition of physics. Okay. Uh, now, even psychology comes under the heading of physics. The Greek word psyche means soul. It also unites the religionists and materialists. Ah, you see, because there's the word phys, so it's a bit the same yeah. word. He's yeah. sort of different. Yeah. Same yeah. root and therefore same subject. It's like numerology for words. Yes. Uh, wordology. It's a, bit, it's a bit like because, uh, similarly, you know, I mean, think of astronomy and astrology. They both become astro very, and therefore both, yeah. are the same subject. Yes, they are. The religionists are correct about us all surviving death and possessing a soul, and the materialists are correct about the material going into the invisible part of the universe. Okay. This is an extract from They Walk Among Us. And again, again, it begins mid-sentence. Intentions because they are good people and would never hurt the inhabitants of Earth. Mm -hmm. There was also a question about pets. What happens when they die? Helen replied that if a dog is walking along a street and it is run over by a bus, its etheric body carries on down the street and returns to its home. You realise I stopped reading this at some point knowing I had to save this from doing this. This is my first encounter with this as well. It carries on with with all its usual familiar things. It never (coughs) suffers any sense of shock. And for an animal that has a love bond with its owners, there is no sense of separation for the animal. Pets are always reunited with people that showed them affection in due course. This includes any pet, goldfish, Uh birds, and any living creature. Love is the bond. Love seems to be stronger than the atomic glue in the nucleus of an atom. And as any nuclear physicist will confirm, this is very strong indeed. Little bait and switch there. That's nice. I enjoy that. Okay, last page. Sorry to bring this to an end, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. This is, she's typed on, extracts from a book written by Alan Bacon, a respected, capital H, healer. Oh, okay. There's now, let's be honest, this is a respected healer, it's got to be one of the best. Yes, ones. exactly. I mean, I, she's made it very clear that she's not quoting from an unrespected this healer. This is true. This is, and the, uh, I don't know if this is a chapter title or a book title, because again, it's a photocopy, it says, out of my hands. Okay. Because of the migrant pattern of my... Because of the migrant pattern... I'm, I wish we could cut and retake. I wish you could read. I wish I could read. I wish I'd learn to read. <laughs> yes. Did you get an E in reading as well? It's an N <laughs> in reading. I was so good at reading. I used to read books when I was at school. Yeah, I remember books. Remember books. Yes. They, they were longer than a tweet. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, because of the pattern that... <laughs> People are going to love this. It's just, it's I'm so glad that we specifically came together. <laughs> it wouldn't have worked over Skype. Because of the migrant pattern of my life. This works better. I'm migrants. You hate migrants. Because of the migrant pattern of my life. I cannot have a dog. Uh-huh. The quarantine laws for re-entry into Britain necessitate a six-month stay in quarantine for domestic animals. No, they don't. Not anymore. Anyway, ages ago. Um, a precaution against rabies. Until a few years ago, one was, however, allowed to travel with a caged bird. An extraordinary budgerigar who flew by chance... An extraordinary budgerigar. An extraordinary budgerigar. Oh, this is a, a boy, not a girl. So I have to, unless Alon is a girl. So yeah. So I have to, this is my crazy boy voice, not my yeah. crazy girl voice. Yes. 
an extraordinary Badrigar who flew by chance into my open kitchen window in Brighton many years ago. And I captured it forever. Turned into Brian Blessed. Many years ago. Mm. Became my companion for 12 years. Like that man who you kept inside your cellar became your ben. companion. Ben. Became my companion. Yes. I saw Ben the other day. You're my companion. He's a traffic warden. I know. He was on the podcast as well. That's what we said, anyway. <laughs> yes. We like, every now and then we'd drive a toy car beep, near beep. him and he could put a stick on it. <laughs> he spoke phrases in English and French and became as close to being human as he could, tasting my food and my drink. That pretty much makes you human. <laughs> Nick's trying to blow into a breathalyzer. I did just blow into a breathalyzer. Just... Hooray, I'm, I'm sort of flashing. Oh, I'm flashing yellow again. That's dried out now. Yep. He used to roar with laughter at certain <laughs> television newsreaders. My luxury car roared <laughs> at certain television newsreaders, particularly the darkies who tried their best <laughs> to imitate speech, but unlike my luxury car, were not convinced. No one humans. Um, and imitated me speaking on the telephone. Me speaking on my me speaking oh, on the dear. telephone. Doesn't know it's Gerald. Oh, I bet you the budgie did. My healing hands brought him through two serious attacks. After I nearly strangled him to death, the fact that I let go meant that I, <laughs> I healed him. I, just like I healed all those children. And those ladies of the night healed so delicately with my hands and the knife therein. Or the scalpel, as I call it. But when he eventually died in my presence, <laughs> some healer, Yes. When he eventually died in my presence, I gave him a funeral and see. When I say my presence, <laughs> when eventually he died after asphyxiating in my rectum, I gave him a funeral in my lower colon. Funeral? It was a funeral. And then a flash. That was a funeral and see. <laughs> His spirit form has shown itself to me more than once. As he decayed in my lower colon if and anyone... produced a lot of methane, <laughs> I thought of him every time a flatulent episode occurred. <gasps> I think my thing stopped recording. It's a good job yours is going. Oh my goodness, you're wow. always so awful. I'm never awful. Why has this happened? Anyway, let's carry Who cares? Yours <sighs> is still going. And mine's terrible and echoey. Yeah. Oh, poo. Maybe oh, we, can just we can edit the end yeah. onto this yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's go back to this. Let's see. His spirit form has shown itself to me more than once, as well as occasionally manifesting through the mediumship of a later bird. I adopted. Of a what? <laughs> the mediumship of a later bird. Of a mediumship of a later bird. A bird medium <laughs> channeled his pottery <laughs> <laughs> car. <laughs> a crow! <laughs> oh, it's my budgie. <laughs> what is it like in heaven? Oh, I, I can see an R. There's crows going knocking underneath the table. Crows. There's a crow's got warm reading. Give me a cracker and I'll tell you the name of your last budgie. You naive fool. Don't you know Corvids are clever? So, okay, so as well as occasionally manifesting through the mediumship of a later bird I adopted to try to fill the gap of his loss. Tweety Pie. Big, big gap that I shoved. <laughs> Tweety Pie, that's as a, I. That's an original name. Come on, we're going to die for Tweety Pie. Tweety Pie, as I christened him. Christened him. Christened him. His Christian name. <laughs> when, uh, after the baptism, he was thereafter known as Tweety. Tweety Pie. <laughs> was an incredible companion who was, I know, sent to me to share some lonely and difficult years, which he did superbly well. I owe him a great debt of gratitude and wish him well as his little soul evolves through the time levels and to the destiny awaiting him. I'm sure Tweety Pies. Time levels. Yeah. time levels. Maybe it's in a hypercube. Yes. As so many people, particularly the elderly and the lonely, wonder if they will be rejoined with their pets in the hereafter, my answer to them is an undoubted yes. Undoubted. There's no room for doubt. No room for doubt in the healer. No. Animals have their full place in the next world, and the bond of love which links us to them cannot be severed by time. We can rejoin our loved animals as we can our loved friends and relatives. Mm -hmm. We all evolve together. 
They know full well about our prayers for them, and they link with us in their thoughts and memories. I would like to hear include some animal healing stories, which I think will interest animal lovers. And then sadly, that's it. That's it for the whole letter. Well, it says, by chance, or rather by synchronicity, I am tomorrow lunching with the owners of a little brown dog called T. And then, as you can see, the photocopy page got folded. Yeah. So we'll never know what the little the brown dog was. What's the T? Terence. Come on, that is fantastic. That was worth losing Dexter to get that Hand tight. It's extraordinary. Yes. You got you got a letter from a mad woman. <laughs> got a letter a from mad, a, literally a mad cat a proper woman. Loom, a proper lunatic. A proper mad cat woman. It's I'm very I'm very honoured. It is, and it was, again, it was typed on a manual typewriter. Most people who listen to this won't know what a typewriter was, let alone a manual one. Extraordinary. Shall we say goodbye? I think we should. Okay. I don't know how long we've gone on for. Because mine gave up at fifty-four minutes. Goodbye. <gasps> Six more minutes. Bye.